The College Football Experience Conference USA 2024 schedule release breakdown episode on the Sports Gambler Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up today using the promo code SGPN and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash dog to enter our bonus contest. Five winners will receive hats, shirts, and a $50 SGPN gift card. So hop on over there, folks. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Yes, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com. Use that promo code SGPN. You get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today, people. And remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. Hey everybody, Joe Theismann here. You're listening to SGPN. So do this, let it ride. Back on the college football experience, talking conference USA football. What's more American than that? Uh, as we jump over to the New Mexico State Aggies and the best logo in college football, in my opinion. Um, New Mexico State, magical year a season ago, and they got it right. First off, I will reward Conference USA here. The Battle of the I 10 yes. is week 14 rivalry week, as it should be. Those are conference foes, too. The stakes are higher when they're conference pros. Like I love the 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 Rio Grande rivalry against New Mexico, but since they're not in the same conference, you have to play that earlier than the year. Love the fact you end the season with a pivotal game. I don't know that conference implication, uh, conference championship implication will be involved, but I in, entertain the thought uh, to, to have the opportunity to say fuck you to your rival. Pit the backyard brawl, Colorado Nebraska, Colorado. I remember 2002, they derail Nebraska from the national championship. When you add those types of stakes to it, Washington state, one of those years with Leeds, they got Washington when they were in a big spot. That's makes the rivalry. Like it gives, it's like giving crack to the rivalry. The rivalry is all of a sudden <laughs> just goes to the next level. They're hanging out with prostitutes. Um, but um, so, uh, I missed the beginning of this. Yes. I, I, I appreciate the prostitute comparison there, but uh, what, what game in this rivalry? I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you're talking about the UTEP game. Um, yeah, they got it right. What, I'm saying was the oh, they got it right by putting it at the end of the year. You're just yeah. saying end of the year period makes things. Well, better. and they're both in right. the same conference. Like they have another rival game. Uh, we look at week five. You see it there, the Rio Grande yeah. rivalry against Bron- Bronco Mendenhall, New Mexico. I love that rivalry. Yeah, yeah you're right. By the end of the year, unless they're in the same conference. Right. Right. You, you you make it. You make the even even if one team's good and one team's bad, you put the spoiler potential there. If both teams are bad, it's you know to 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 have bragging rights be the only good thing that happened that season for you. No matter what, in conference regional rivalries at the end of the season are the best way to do it. Now they avoid Kennesaw State. Now is that a good thing or a bad thing? I would say it's a bad thing if you're if you're an Aggie fan, right? NC Nick. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Completely agree. 
So the non-con, I think this is uh, the second hardest schedule in my opinion. Nick, I, I, see, I had it at five. I don't see how this is harder than Middle Tennessee State. Well, let, let me ask you this: the, the, Does the quality of the team itself impact how you view the schedule? Like, if if two teams had the exact same schedule, right? Say Liberty had this schedule or New Mexico state had this schedule and we know New Mexico state just lost Jerry kill and Diego pissing Pavia. And they're about to take a step back. I think we've talked about it before where it's like a home games against really hard teams. If you have uh, a road games against really hard teams, if you have like championship expectations are a negative, but if you're just trying to go bowling, you know, getting those games on the road and I, taking that I, L I, I think I looked at it more neutrally as, as not looking at the new coach and, and, and pissing Pavia being gone. I looked at it as in, I think the schedule just on the opponents, if this was given to any of the CUSA teams, I would find this to be the second hardest. That was my opinion of it. And I'll, I'll try to make sense. Well, thought, of it. Oh yeah, please do. Cause right well, off the bat, their non-con is easier than middle Tennessee. You sure? Yes. Who's better? Go down the list. Uh well, is much better in the FCS than Tennessee Tech. Semo's a very good yes. uh, FCS program. I kind of just so, count FCS as FCS. Uh, unless no, you're one you of like, the top ones. Tennessee Tech's horrible. Semo's good. Right? So that matters to me. Then Semo. What the fuck is Semo? For a team like New Mexico <laughs> State, that does matter. Yeah, especially it's breaking not a brand like new it's coach. North you could lose that game. State or if like it's someone like that. If Simo it's Georgia, Semo, yeah. and fucking Tennessee Tech are the same team. If it's New Mexico State, that's where the differentiation matters. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I did not factor that into my analysis. So. Okay, well, that's not all of it. To me, uh, you have two sets of back to back away. And one of them is, so your non-con is at Fresno state, right? One of the non-con games, but you get a conference game against Sam Houston the very next week. That sucks. And then you get uh, a huge rivalry game against New Mexico. Now I know you could say Duke is better than Mexico. You're accurate, but in a rivalry game, I tend to throw out record books. That is just a, to me, a tough to have a back to back away. And then a rivalry game is a challenge to me. Then uh, also, did I add in Liberty's week two? So you literally could be one and four, right? But you also have another back to back away, and t- to me, you have that sandwiched with a bi- with your hardest rivalry game after. So both your back to back aways have gigantic rivalry games on the back end of them. Then you also have before that rivalry game, you have a Western Kentucky game, which we value as was a super tough place. Then you also, oh, I forgot, you have to play at Jacksonville State. So you add in all of those. I think it is a very hard schedule. I just think like, you know, in conference it's comparable. And then I think middle Tennessee's tougher out of conference, but I see your point where as far as how it's laid out, it's a little bit tougher for, for New Mexico state, but still, I I'm just going to disagree. I think middle Tennessee state is wait, it's harder at Fresno at Texas A&M. They're getting their ass yes. whooped in both those games. Well, so like at Fresno is basically at Memphis. At Texas A&M is basically at Ole Miss, and Duke is better than New Mexico. True, but it's a rivalry game, and then Semo is better than Tennessee Tech. So yeah, it's, but but those teams should beat those. I mean, these teams should beat the FCS opponents either way. Yeah, um, that, but I would also say you have two back-to-back away games. And then the layout me, is is tougher. I agree. Getting the rivalry games on the back of both of the back to back away games 
Sometimes it's good because when you come home, you get like, you know, re-energized at your home. I don't know. I just thought it was a tougher. And then, and then, like I said, you comparing to to- a road trip to Fresno to a road trip to Memphis. I, I'm not buying that the road trip to Memphis is on the same level as a road trip to Fresno. I think Fresno is tougher, although it, it may be in the same ballpark. Um, and then at a and I think it's a tougher trip than at Ole Miss. Although I do agree with that. How can I, you say that? I still agree. Because A and M's a far more intense environment, and they're they're they they have the number one class like every fucking year. Recently. That is I an mean, insane comment. When's the last time I A&M's would rather done anything? Ole Miss I would is rather the type play of team that loses those fucking games. I guess A and M did lose to App Ole State. Ole Miss so. has not lost those kind of games. What are you talking about? Recently, First off, that game that, that doesn't really matter. Both teams are going to lose, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I would yeah. still rather play at Ole Miss than at A and M if it was me. I don't Either way, that's a loss. I agree with. Yes, you. yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That was my logic. The, 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 having back-to-back away games. I mean, I had the stat for years. I think that's horrible. I also think it's horrible to get Liberty week two when you have a brand new fucking coach. You want to get Liberty towards the back end of your schedule. Uh, You're not beating Liberty either, even at home. Not, but, not with the. But new coach. I mean, at least let your new coach breathe a little bit after you play Semo. You got to take out the team that won the championship week two. That's horrible. I'd say you might as well get it out of the way early in the season and get that loss and then grow. But at the same time, there is momentum. So if you're taking a bunch of losses early in the season, that could hurt. Look, if well, I'm that's Tony the other Sanchez, thing too. Middle Tennessee yeah. gets Ole Miss week two with a new head coach. Meanwhile, New Mexico State gets to wait until week fourteen. But if it's a loss, both are a loss. Let's be honest, both are yeah. a loss. But my thing is like, if you were telling me you could replace Louisiana Tech with Liberty week two, I would love for that to happen. If I'm Tony Sanchez, getting getting the Flaming Libs week two is horrible. It's a horrible spot to to get them, in my opinion. Um, Anyway. We're splitting the hairs here. <laughs> yeah. All right. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, folks, uh, I want to tell you that the college football experience conference USA season preview episodes brought to you by underdog fantasy. Underdog fantasy is the easiest place to play fantasy sports. It's also the fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. What are you doing folks? Check it all out. Uh, sign up with, uh, S- uh, I mean, look, SGPN's teaming up with underdog. So you want to sign up. Uh, they're giving away a big bonus sign up now between well, you have about 48 hours uh, between now and the end of the month and winner. And we're going to give away five winners that will receive a underdog hat, underdog shirt and a $50 SGPN gift card. Sign up today using the promo code SGPN and you go to sports slash dog to enter the contest for your chance to win uh, over at underdog fantasy. Check it all out folks. Um, all right. We are back on the college football experience. And yes, we are still talking conference USA football. The show won't end. We're talking about the Sam Houston state Bearcats life at the bear claw year two could be a little tricky. All right. could be a little tricky. Now uh, the non-con by the way, I had this as sixth easiest schedule or fourth easiest, six hardest schedule. Um, the non-con at rice, EJ Warner, Kurt Warner's son. Now the new quarterback taking over for JT Daniels after he played his, his yearly three games. And then uh, at UCF. So starting your season with back-to-back away and look, this is one that was a hard one for me to grade and see, like, I don't know about you, but they have six road games, but it's almost seven, six and a half road games because of the Texas state neutral in Houston. So the non-con goes like this at rice at UCF home to Hawaii and then a neutral against Texas state, no FCS, which I thought was fucking brutal, 
But at the same time, really I'm like, I think that's a neutral game. Do you think Texas State is going to travel hard from San Marcos and pack out that stadium in, in Houston? No, those, like, fans, San, those fans were lit last year. I'm just saying, Sam Houston is what 45 minutes from Houston, so right, that's going to take. Are they going to travel that far for a Texas yeah. State game? Probably uh, an empty <laughs> game either. Right? <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's at the the Texan Stadium too. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, one one fourth full. <laughs> Let's be honest. Either way, you're not playing at FCS, and that makes it harder to me. But at the same time, sure. you're Sam Houston State, and like I said, I do think they're going to be better this year. But you Those also are all avoid, losable games. Yeah, and you avoid Middle Tennessee State. I almost think you want Middle Tennessee State on the schedule with a brand new head coach, but maybe sure. I'm crazy. Now, the um, one good thing is that if you're going to have a back to back. Might as well have a week one and two. You know that's well. Not they have another bad. back-to-back week twelve and thirteen, and that was um, pretty brutal. Yes, at least at least they're two kind of like option-like teams. Um, they're losing their last three games. Most I don't know. They could go into Kansas State and get a W on the bye week. That helps you get the bye week before it. Um, then, Patty, need I remind you they should have won at Liberty last year in in year one. Yeah, and they get them at home this year. Hey. All right. No one goes into the the flaming libs. Never go into the bear claw and get a get a dub. Um, yeah. So let me rattle this off. At Rice Week One, at UCF Week Two, home to Hawaii Week Three, home to New Mexico State Week Four. Then the neutral against Texas State at NR NRG, whatever the fuck that shit's called. Week Five, Week Six, they're heading to the Sun Bowl to take on UTEP. Week Seven, they get a bye week. They come out of the bye week. You're home to Western Kentucky, and then you're at Florida. International week nine, then home to La Tech week ten, then a bye week week eleven, then you're at Kennesaw State week twelve, at Jacksonville State week thirteen, then home to the Flame and Libs week fourteen. Um, I mean, I thought it was a tough schedule, but I, I understand there's a lot. You could say there's no Power Fives. UCF's a recent Power Five, so I understand the argument there. But you got one Power Five technically right now, no FCS and. Rice and New Mexico State were—I mean, sorry—Rice and Texas State were bowl teams. Hawaii was not. You might have the upper hand there, but I kind of is Rice as a program. Are they rolling, or was that a little flash in the pan? I do think Rice is solid for a couple years now. And what quarterback did they get to come in there? They got EJ Warner. EJ Warner. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably two losses to start. The the toughest thing for Sam Houston here is that there's no gimmies. Yeah, I'd say that's the the biggest. But I think is there's ten, eight straight winnable games after UCF and or Rice and UCF. I think there are none of those games that are a, a guaranteed loss. Even Western Kentucky. I think Texas home, State's a guaranteed loss. What? Texas State was fire last year. They were scoring they were like good. seventy points a week, and they just the got your boy. They just got the JMU starting <laughs> quarterback. What's his name? Oh, that's true, McLeod. Yeah, He's I think good. Texas State He's is going to be. I think that's a guaranteed loss. I was surprised year. he couldn't find a better home. Uh, he's and a little bitch. Talk. Auburn was in talk with him, but I don't know what happened. He ended up at Texas State. That Lone Star beer too. money. It's um, not that difference between uh, bigger difference between him him and Cam Ward. <laughs> uh, there it is. I said it. <laughs> I'll take Cam Ward. You might have a little bias um, there, yeah. but I'll take Cam Ward too. But look, uh, undersized athletic. Quarterbacks, whatever. Dime a dozen. Yeah. Um, so I think we can all agree that this is a pretty hard schedule. But the real question is like, who's Sam Houston? If, if they're better than we think, you know, then they're gonna 
do okay Mike, against Mike Pitt. says one and a half wins. I will lock that up if that's the I, case. I I expect some some hatred there. I mean, come on. They're, they're definitely it. gonna have over one and a half wins. They could win the conference. If they yeah. improve <laughs> I'm not who did, they were who right did Sam there. Houston beat in the FCS championship a couple years ago? South Dakota uh, State. South Dakota okay. State. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe performed maybe. Maybe Mike's a Jackrabbit fan because that's the only way that he can throw out one and a half wins. <laughs> Look, I'm a JMU fan, and we choked the biggest choke of all times against Sam Houston. That's right. And I'm still, you know, Colby and uh, I were at a bar in Boone watching that game. Right? Good. God. <laughs> we were. Dude, that was. We were. That was the worst meltdown I've ever seen in my life. Look, I, I don't know. I, I thought it was. I think it's a challenging schedule, but I, I also thought I understand the point that there's not many for sure wins, but I also think. There's not many for it's short not, losses. Yeah. So I think there's an opportunity. Uh let's talk about these UTEP miners. I had this as the hardest schedule. Nick, did you? Yes, I did. Okay. We agree eye to eye here. Uh the non-con at Nebraska, home to Southern Utah, who's playing much better. And I love the, the I love Desert Utah against Desert Texas. We need more <laughs> desert football. I love New Mexico Amen. State. Yeah, New Mexico State, Las Cruces, Desert New Mexico. Yeah, the the more desert football, the better. Um, More Sun Bowl scenery, you know. Yes, yes. It's I, you know what they need? Utah. I want to see like you know the beginning of Indiana Jones three. What is it? The Last Crusade, <laughs> where they got yeah. all like the big fucking rocks. I want to see that outside every stadium. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Make Sun it Bowl happen. is the best stadium. Right. Uh, look, so the non-con at Nebraska, home to Southern Utah, at the at Colorado State, week four, and then week thirteen, they're at Tennessee. Whoo! Before the rivalry game, um, that non-con three away games. That's the hardest non-con uh, to me. Three away games, and then Southern Utah is not a terrible FCS. They're getting that, pounded. They, yeah, yeah, I, I think you look up. at it; it's three guaranteed losses, basically. Uh, yeah, I mean, some people might not say Colorado State's that good, but there's no way year one new coach, you know, against year three. Norvell is going to get that thing. He's, yeah. he, and, he's and a you'd, proven you'd, winner. You'd rather play Tennessee week four than Colorado State. Like Colorado now they State do went week thirteen. Yeah, they do avoid Jacksonville State though, so that's a good. thing. That is true, but to me, the fact that you have uh, the big thing seven road games. They're the only team in all of the conference USA that plays seven road games. That's insane. You only have five home games, and you have such a good home stadium. Come on, I know you're I'll killing me. Four games there, damn it! You're killing me uh, here. But, hey. They they won't be in the red at the end of the year. They should be in the black, you know, well before <laughs> Black Friday. That's true. Man, they gotta they gotta find a way to make this work. So the whole schedule as a whole. Week one at Nebraska, week two, home to Southern Utah, week three at the Flaming Libs. You gotta hate that too. Cause your coach is brand new. You'd rather play Liberty on the back end. Liberty getting gifts, getting gifts taken on brand new head coaches week three. Uh then it's a back to back away that you self implied in a way or you know self set up Looked with Colorado yeah. State. Colorado State and Fort Collins week four. Then you get a bye week. Then you're home to Sam Houston, which is a game I dig. Then you go to Western that's another thing. You play at Liberty and at Western Kentucky. You might miss Jacksonville State, but damn yeah. Uh, then Where's you're home the easy to, stretch in this schedule. Oh, keep going, keep going. Sorry, you're home to Florida International after Week Seven's uh, Western Kentucky schedule. You know, game. Then Week Nine, you're at La Tech. Week Ten, home to Middle Tennessee. Week Eleven, home to Kennesaw State. You get a bye week. Then you're at Tennessee. You're focusing on that Tennessee game, but the worst yeah, part that's, about that's this, the waste of a bye week. Like you want your bye week to get ready for a game you can win. 
Yes, yeah. the the bye week should be should be week thirteen because you, week fourteen you have the battle of I ten. Uh, that is the where, biggest waste of a bye. Go yes. into go into your take a bye just to get your shit fucked up <laughs> and take a body blow. All right. Oh, and then you have the rivalry game after, so it's like fuck. After taking yeah. the body blow to Tennessee, you gotta you gotta head to the Las Cruces. And <laughs> another thing, I think New Mexico State breaking in their brand new head coach Tony Sanchez. He'll have, he'll, I mean, look, I'm not saying he'll work out in New Mexico state, but yeah, I, he's going to know his team a lot better by week 14 than he will in week, you know, the first six weeks of the season. So true. Um, maybe it's uh maybe it's not the coach that maybe demo didn't need to get fired. Maybe it's the athletic director that needed to get fired the <laughs> schedule like that. Brutal. Not doing themselves any favors. And look, me and NC Nick didn't consult pre-episode or anything, or, or we both had this as the hardest schedule. I think it's clear cut. That's the hardest yeah. schedule. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I agree with you guys. All right, folks. Before I get to the the final team, the Hilltoppers, um, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NBA season with Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NBA and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. Start research and start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, we are back. Final team, the tops. Love the tops. Love the. Let's be honest, the tops logo. One of the best in all of college football. And Nick, your thoughts? Kind of like the blob back from uh, uh, USFL, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's just there's something <laughs> it's, great it's about unique. This. It's it's very unique, uh, Patty C. I know you like it too. Oh, it's, it's right. beautiful. You know, with everybody trying to go with like a fierce, yeah, yeah. you know, one. It's nice to have uh, a whimsical one, a car- cartoony. <laughs> yeah, whimsical is a great word for it. One hundred percent. YouTube.com. I like their the other. Experience. Uh, yeah, their other logo, which is a hand waving a f- flag, <laughs> a towel, a, a towel, towel. I think, yeah, yeah. Uh, you very, know, that's what they got to do. When you're yeah. a hilltop, you can't just put some hills <laughs> and just yeah. a human at the. They should do that. Just put blob on the top of the hill. A human standing um, at the top. Yeah. yeah. I'm so uh, sweating out this uh, UVA game. They're up two right now at 20 seconds. Sorry, go ahead. This non con. How about this non con? This non con. At Alabama, now this it, it looked worse, obviously a, a couple months ago when Saban was still there. But then home to Eastern Kentucky, who you know, the Eastern Kentucky has made it known they want to be FC or FBS. I love this game on the schedule. This should happen every fucking year because Eastern Kentucky, Western Kentucky, the rivals right there, it's right you, there. And then the very next week, you had a hundred miles of hate, by the way. But then after that, you're home to Toledo, who obviously is like the best team in the Mac. And then you make a strange trip to uh, Chestnut Hill to take on Boston College. You could lose all four of those games. Actually, you could lose all five of those if you add in the hundred miles of hate. But I don't think they will. I'm just saying. Well, there who is no- are they going to lose? They're going to lose at Alabama. They could win three of them. Also, they're going to lose against <laughs> Toledo at home. Do you think? Probably, I would favor Toledo, but not by much. Toledo's no, a better team. Toledo, yeah, I, yeah, agree. I would favor him by three and a half, three and a half, maybe. Oh, yeah, maybe four, five, six, somewhere in there. <laughs> six, not that much. Yeah, yeah, they're not that much better. Yeah, 
Ed Boston uh, College is probably lost. Bill O'Brien will have no. Boston College. Five. Boston College can lose to anybody. They could lose that game. Boston College could lose. Sure. Like Western Kentucky has 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 had successful wins against P fives before. Three and two would be a great start. But they could also Western. lose to Eastern Kentucky guys. EKU is a FCS playoff team year in year out. Like that, and they, you don't Eastern Kentucky. I don't know what that final score was because I think the rails went off. They were playing at Kentucky, and that was like a seven point game. In the fourth quarter last year, I guess you got. That's a dangerous respect. game, especially yeah. after the body blow from Bama. It's a dangerous yeah. game. <laughs> um, I don't know. I say three. Oh, wait, and two. What, what was your rank here? Because you, you have. 17. Oh no, I fucked this up. This is yeah. That, my, that this is the one that I fucked up. Okay. My 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 uh my rank was I had Western Kentucky at the fourth hardest schedule. Okay. Sorry if you're watching hardest. on YouTube. Okay. Mike in the chat says Alabama vulnerable week one. <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, so chronologically, the whole schedule, by the way, and, and let me key in. They do avoid Florida International, which you probably want on the schedule. Yeah, uh, week one at Alabama. Week two, home to Eastern Kentucky. Week three, hundred miles of hate at Middle Tennessee. Week four, home to. to the Toledo Rockets. Uh, week five, going to Chestnut Hill to take on Boston College. Week six, bye week. Week seven, home to the UTEP Miners. Week eight, you're heading to Huntsville, Texas to the Bear Claw to take on Sam Houston State. Week nine, they got a bye. Week 10, you're home to Kennesaw State. Week 11, you head to Las Cruces to take on the Aggies. Week 12, you're home to La Tech. Week 13, you hit, to, you hit, you hit the road to the Flaming Libs. And week 14, you're home to Jacksonville State. Now, that's obviously a brutal end of the season with Liberty and Jacksonville state back to back. I mean, I had it as a hard schedule. I think I, I had it as fourth hardest schedule. So I think it's a hard schedule. I think Liberty looking at the whole conference USA, like I said, I have Liberty ninth and the other teams that we said were on that level, Jacksonville state and Western Kentucky. I have as the third and fourth hardest schedule. So I think Liberty's going to cruise through this conference personally, but I do expect yeah, the top. I'm to be really rolling again. I'm really interested in because I, I thought Western Kentucky's record last year was probably better than they actually were. I think towards the end of the year they were really falling off. That offense was not, you know, uh, humming like it was for the the two years before that. The defense who, is always who, who had left there. Who who was the OC that left there? Yeah, the he, 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 Arbuckle. He went to West. He went to uh, Washington State. Yeah. So and then yeah, the year I, I before that was was uh, DJ Kenny Kitley, right? Oh yeah. Oh no, Zach Kitley. It was Zach Kitley. You're yeah, right. Kitley, right? It wasn't yeah. Zach Kitley. Zach Kitley, who's Texas Tech's OC. Yeah. And they've taken hits. We we think Austin Reed has graduated. <laughs> so th- there might be a new quarterback. I think he's done, but you never know. College athletics, you can get a uh, you can get a waiver for your twelfth year. Um, hard to track these days. <laughs> well, you know what? The other thing about this, there's no break in the schedule. You're getting you're getting slapped like yeah, I mean the, the biggest break is the middle of the schedule where there's two buys in four weeks. But other and getting than that, UTEP before the buy is is nice, but yeah, or after the buy rather, they're yeah they'll they'll win that uh, at home. But other than that, like I I don't think there's three guaranteed wins in a row anywhere on the schedule. You know, let alone maybe even two. It's it's a tough slate here. Now, if I said who, who is your conference USA championship game, are we all going to have the same two teams? Because I don't have Western Kentucky in it. They missed it last year. I don't have it. In it. I, I actually, you want a hot take? I think Sam Houston 
It's going to be better Woo! than Western Kentucky this year. Okay. Uh, I thought you were going to say Sam Houston in the uh, championship game. I think it's worth, I mean, there's no odds out yet, but I yeah. think they're going to have horrible odds. And I think they're a lot better than their record. You want value. I think Sam Houston. And if you want another crazy value play, it's Florida That's international. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, but I'm I think sure Jacksonville state Liberty, uh, Jacksonville state Liberty. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think the best two teams. I think I kind of agree with Colby that Sam Houston has some has some appeal, especially because they were what one and seven. It, no, well, Sam yeah, Houston they're two they're, and six. They're, they're two and six in conference last year. Um, probably not getting a lot of love. In that has some appeal. Yeah. Well, just because it was year one, and it's like you were in all those games, you had to gain some experience of being in those close games. Yeah. A lot of times you see a team, you know, uh, year, years of doing this. When you see a team lose small for a year and then the next year, you normally see the biggest record differences on that. Right. They learn that, hey, we're in this close game. How can we right these wrongs from fucking this up for a whole year? Yep. And I think this is where we need the Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger learning computer uh, fucking clip. Do you have yeah. that one? No, uh, I might, but I definitely have <laughs> uh, some Arnold stuff here. Um, I think let's go with what is best in life. Crush your enemies, see them driven before you. Because last year, Sam Houston State was struggling in all their close games. They were they kept saying, "What the fuck did I do wrong? Tell, <laughs> Tell me what I did wrong." All right, folks, we are the College Football Experience. We'll be back next week talking. Uh, I know we got to do a a uh, a well the AAC the Mountain West. Uh, the Mac have to release their schedules. Sunbelt, Sunbelt, but also we want to do a uh, what was the the title you were giving this episode, Nick? That uh, uh, we were talking about the hot takes, where we where, we, takes, where we, yes. we we pull hot takes out of a hat like we did last year a couple of times. Love, yes. lovely. And and by the way, they're talking about a fourteen team playoff. I'm seeing. I keep seeing reports about this fourteen team playoff starting in. Uh, no, let it be. Let me get this from you, Colby, because you say 68 in college basketball is enough. Let let me do the quick math on here. There's how many teams like 355 in, uh, in college hoops or 362, 362. Okay. So that is, uh, 18.7%. Uh, and then how many teams in college football now? 133. Here's the difference where I do that math, Patty. Automatic yeah, qualifier. I was about to say Point, that to me. One eight seven. Everybody is in college basketball. That'd be twenty four point eight. Essentially, twenty five teams is the is the equivalent to the current sixty eight team playoff. No, but you're you you're, you're, do is what you thirty two be because you have to have the auto bids. No, twenty four is what they do in college and FCS. Yeah, uh, right, but D two, D two, and D three do thirty two. And the FCS is talking about expanding. You 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 have to have ten auto bids. You have to make yes. the games valuable in the Conference USA. Yes. So to me, you can't say take twenty four teams and just vote them in because right. they have proven to be so well, corrupt yeah. over but the you years. You can do yeah. uh, ten conferences with ten auto bids and still have fourteen at larges and twenty four be enough. You don't have but to go to thirty two. Th- th- see see, but where I find it different is you have thirty two college basketball games. When you have uh, thirty two college basketball conferences. And no, thirty two games you play too. A lot of times thirty, thirty two games, somewhere in between that mix. What are you talking about? So, in the tournament or no, in the regular season. So oh, you get a bigger season. sample okay, yeah. size 
like to me, when you only play 12 games or third, you know, you have 13 weeks or whatever, 14 weeks, yep. then you don't, you have it's such a schedule. Yeah. Look, look at Liberty this year. Look at there are certain teams. So to me, I think you need to cast, I think 32 is the, pr- I know Mike Leach friend of the program, rest in peace, wanted 64. And I'd be okay because I think sixty four is better than better than twenty four. It, it would take than, two months to to finish because you can only play once a week. You well, know, and, and he was also I think a genius sixteen he, is my number. Give me ten really? conference chance. Give me six at larges. We've no, never because fucking, the scheduling is such a such a. It's like when you have the these scheduling. gigantic conferences, uh, there is part of you're me that have liberty in. The guys, hey, guys, college football needs a pod for another day. The regular season need does need to mean something in college football. It's what makes it never it meant anything. It never meant anything. Uh, I would argue that all day. And we'll do that on another episode because I, I, I completely disagree. I, I think, you know, 16 is to me still very disrespectful. And to me, to me, the fact you look at Ohio State's schedule this year, they only have four away games. You have other teams playing six or seven. That's you true. can never have until until you have unless you. Uh, I would agree on sixteen. Scheduling transparency. Yes, yeah. yes, but you can't do and that in a disorganized sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, they need to not be in charge of it because with you and you're in charge of it. You know that that's that's a lot of manipulation of happening yeah. that we're yeah. just accepting. Yeah. So, uh, folks, though, we'll talk about that on another episode. Is obviously they're thinking about moving to fourteen after two years of the twelve, which is hilarious because they still haven't played a game. Um, uh, but give Patty C a follow on Twitter at Patty C eight three one NC Nicks on Twitter at NC underscore underscore N I C K. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. Give us a follow. The College Football Experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. We'll be back in an hour talking college basketball. February 29th leap year. Of course, we're going to talk about that. We, every night we talk college hoops on the college basketball experience tomorrow. We'll also be live with the college baseball experience and the FCS college football experience. Subscribe to those solo platforms, but we all come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Uh, check out the sports gambling podcast as we uh, do a bunch of work over there, obviously as well. They're part of the family. Check out all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, this off season debates are already starting. Patty's are we going to do lacrosse? Up. Are we going to do hockey at some point? We got to get these things rolling. We will have a frozen four podcast, I think. But as far as lacrosse, no. Uh, <laughs> it's only like a part of the country that plays lacrosse. That's like yeah. saying frisbee golf. Then are we going to do fr- frisbee golf? Right. Yeah, uh, folks. Until next time, this is the college football experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Run and shoot. We can get a ride and shoot.